Hey, Mike. This is Paul Domowich. Um You've made a major offensive shift from uh, a pass-oriented team to a run-oriented team. Um, what went into that uh, decision? Well, we didn't really go into a run-oriented team. I mean, we want to be balanced is what we want to be. Okay, well, you're, you're, you're throwing it a lot less and running it a lot more. Well, we were winning 28 to nothing in one game and 21 to nothing in the other game. We didn't need to throw the ball. So take a look at the other games and see what the balance is. Mike, uh, John McMullen, ESPN South Jersey. Uh, you did add Garrett Kubiak and Rick Dennison. Uh, how have those guys helped uh, your offense? And has there been a significant change in scheme in the running game? Um, well, they're very, they're both very good coaches. Um, they've been very good with, uh, really the entire scheme. It's not, it's not just a run game, but, uh, but yeah, we've had, we've had a shift in the run game, uh, scheme wise. Yes. Coach Zimmer, Chris McPherson, Philadelphia Eagles to follow up on Paul's question. Uh, how important has it been having a healthy Dalvin cook to be able to establish the ground game this season? Well, he's he's a terrific player. He's got a chance to hit the home run anytime he t touches the ball, um, and so yeah, I mean that's that's important. Uh, he's a he's a really good back, catches the ball well in backfield, runs hard, um, you know. And Madison's a good back as well. It, uh, Mike Ed Kratz with uh, SI.com. Um, the Eagles have the number one ranked rush defense. What uh, what are some components? Uh, of that, that that make them so successful at stopping the run, would you say? Well, I think they're very aggressive with their front. Obviously, they've got some really good players in there, Cox and, and Graham. And, uh, you know, th those guys are all active players. They run some some games in there. Uh, you know, they, they they play some different coverages where they can load the box up and still play in the, in the coverage. And so, uh, you know, and Jenkins is a heck of a player. So, I think, uh, you know, all those things combined uh, do a really good job with them, and uh, they're, they're tough to run the ball against, yes. When you when you look at uh, film from them from last year, or do you see the same Fletcher Cox this year that you've seen in previous games uh, against them? Yeah, he's. A, I mean, he's a great player, and, uh, you know, he's always been a great player, very physical, very very active in both a run and a pass. Um, you know, I... I feel like, uh, you know, Hassan Ridgeway has, has helped him in the running game as well, and, and Barnett. Uh, but but these these guys are they're a load up front, and you know I, I think that's where it all starts. And then you had then you had uh, you know Jenkins in there, and he's you know he's another guy that's very active, you know, good on blitzes. He's a good tackler. Uh, he's very smart. So you know, all those combined help. All those guys, I think. Mike, EJ Smith here. Aside from the run defense, what has stood out? What has stood out to you with the Eagles when you've done your scouting? Well, they've they've got six interceptions, which which you know I think is is big. They're, they're getting the ball turned over, but you know they're playing very hard. They've you know like I said, they they've changed a little bit coverage wise and some of the things they're doing. Maybe it's because the corners have been hurt or something. I don't know, but. Or maybe just philosophy, but I think uh, that's part of it, you know. And then he'll throw in some zero blitzes and, you know, and man pressures. So, um, 
and those are things he's done. I mean, maybe a little bit more of the, the different coverages has changed a little bit from what it has in the past. Hey, Mike, as a defensive head coach, uh, what have you seen from Carson Wentz and this Eagles offense? And without Deshaun Jackson, they've kind of shifted to more of a 12 <coughs> personnel team. How, how does that make them a little bit different? Uh, well, they lose, you know, if, if he doesn't play, you know, he's he's got great speed, so that changes a little bit that way. But, you know, Ertz is, Ertz is an unbelievable football player, catches the ball great, and, um, you know, I think – and and Wentz looks the same to me. I mean, the way he, he moves, the way he's hard to tackle, the way he, he reads the coverages, um, you know, I think he does a great job. And, and really, a lot of the things they do, whether – regardless of the personnel is, um, you know, is similar. So, you know, they've, they've got, you know, they're, they're an aggressive offensive unit that, um, and, and I think Howard's added another dimension to them. Coach Zimmer, uh, Mike K, NJ.com. Uh, you obviously have a lot of experience with Howard. What makes him so good in between the tackles? Well, he's good all the time, but, uh, you know, he's, he's always going to fall forward. He's got really, really good feet and vision. And, uh, you know, he, he runs with his pads low and, and forward. And so, you know, you might hit him at, at eight and he ends up being second and, uh, you know, four. Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Rowe called you the godfather of the double A gap blitz in his press conference yesterday. But it seems like you're not relying on it as much this year. Is that because of the presence of Griffin and Hunter and what they're able to do off the edges? Um, the godfather of double A blitz. Uh, um, you know, we it just every week's a different week, and we just try to figure out what we can what we can use that particular week. But um, uh, you know, I don't. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> it's a little bit like the run game when you're up twenty eight to nothing. You don't need to double A gap blitz anybody. So. Um, you know, we'll use it when we feel like it's important. And, um, you know, I'll go back to the Godfather book and pick one out, I guess. <laughs> Mike, you were, talk, you were talking earlier about Ertz. Uh, what has Dallas Goddard brought to that offense when they go to 12 personnel with his, with his ability to both block and catch? Yeah, he's, he, makes, he makes it more difficult uh, just because of the fact that, you know, you've got two guys in there. What what kind of matchups do you want to put in? Do you want to put little guys in there and then he run the football on you and he blocks? Um, you know, and then you still got Ertz blocking too, so or running RPOs or whatever they're doing. Um, so, you know, that part that part always um makes it difficult on, on what kind of matchups you want to try to get in there. And then, you know, he's he's always been a very athletic guy. Um I think he's improved his blocking quite a bit and so that that helps as well. Hey, hey, Mike, this is Martin Frank, the Delaware News Journal. Um, I wanted to ask you about a local guy, Brian O'Neill. He was kind of, you know, thrown into the fire with injuries last season and everything. I, I was just kind of curious, like, what you've seen in his development uh, this year. He seems to be, you know, a starter for you guys now and everything. So, Yeah, really, Brian, um, you know, he started coming on quite a bit toward the end of last year. You know, when he first got here, he needed to gain some strength and bulk. And uh, I thought as the season wore on, he became more aggressive um, when he started to understand the pro game a little bit more. He's done a really, really nice job um, with with our run game and in our pass game. And so I, I feel like uh, he's a guy that has a bright future for us.
Hey, Mike, what has the addition of Garrett Bradbury meant to that offensive line for you, and how is he playing? Yeah, he he probably had his best game last week. He's a he's a um, you know I think he got thrown in the fire a little bit you know the last the first couple weeks, and but now he's he's a guy that uh, you know he's really smart. He can really bend. He's athletic. Um, you know he can get to the second level, and so I think a lot of those things have helped. Um, our athleticism in our offensive line. Hey, Mike, uh, you had Andrew Sandejo for a very long time there. What can you tell us about him as a player? The coaching staff here kind of raves about him. Yeah, well, Sandejo, uh, I'm sure he's singing like a canary. <laughs> but, uh, he, um, you know, he's a he's a really good kid. He's very, very smart. He's, he's going to go full speed, 100 miles an hour, snap to whistle, um, you know, I think he understands what his deficiencies are and what his strengths are, and that way he can he can play to the best of his ability. But he's going to go downhill, and there's going to be some friendly fire in there. Uh, but uh, that's just how he plays. Hey, Mike, with, he mentioned he's going to sing like a canary. Do you have to be aware of that as a coach, that there's someone on the sideline, on the other sideline, who knows your scheme that well? Well, I think, yeah. I mean, depends on the player, obviously. You know, some players are – uh, know know the overall scheme a lot better than some of the other players. So, but he knows it as good as anybody. He's very smart, and uh, so uh, we'll make we'll make adjustments. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike.